Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200. Hey, hon, how you doing? Ooh, okay, so I'm glad you're here. I've got a huge list. We're, we're supposed to go to my brother's tonight and for dinner, and I'm making dessert and mm-hmm. trying to make up some vegetables. I need, I need you to cut the grass. I mean, before we leave, the power washing's got to be done. I mean, that deck is a mess, so, I mean, right. I, I just Take need a, breath. Some, a lot Take of work. A, breath. a lot Take of work. A, breath. a lot of work. Take a breath. You've been gone all day. You haven't even seen what the kids have been doing all day. You've been driving good. me crazy. It was a golf outing. You knew it was coming. It was well, planned in advance. Did you feel like I need maybe needed a golf outing? Like I, I haven't seen a day off in a month. So I, I just I need your help. I need your help. And I, I just you know we got church tomorrow, and I, I'm I'm just a little well, flustered right now. Even if I give you help, you're going to end up yelling and screaming because I won't do it right. Well, I, I just would appreciate if you can help around here. I feel like you play golf and you go out running and like whatever. What do I whatever. do? What I do, you know, and so... I can't do anything right. I can't do anything to please you. I'm just kind of fed up. You're fed up. We're both fed up. I'm done. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. Hello, Linda. Oh. Did you see that clip? I wonder who those people oh, were. I was beating up on you. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Well, welcome to Rock Solid Radio. And if you, hopefully you already, you didn't fast forward or anything and you watched the clip at the beginning. Mm. Linda and I are doing um, a whole series of our toolbox or our Mm. toolkit on how to work through challenging (sighs) situations. And whether marriage and family, yeah, marriage and family. Yep. And so, this is our first one. And so, you got to see mm. Linda and I nagging. Some of that was real, some of it was acting. Well, but I'm just you gonna know. tell you, I, I'm, I'm careful, I'm careful. Sharing. No, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling on myself, like, I'm sharing from personal experience. Like, what you just saw is what I have done for a lot of our years of marriage. And so, thankfully, I learned some tools that helped us to kind of resolve some of these conflicts and feelings that I was having and you were having. in a healthier way. But we know that that clip probably touched a lot of nerves out there. And you probably can relate to a lot of the things that you saw. Yeah. So, Hunt, we're going to get right into business Mm -hmm. today. So we're going to do some of our other stuff a little bit later in terms of announcements and stuff. But Mm -hmm. we want to get right to business right off of the clip because as it's still fresh in your mind and we're also, you know, you can see it here as we play it out and talk about it. But, Hunt, let's just talk about a couple of things Mm -hmm. going into the nagging or the bickering, the arguing that happens. Wow. And, you know, in and of itself, what happened in that little clip is not like, okay, I'm going to divorce, but it's those kinds of small things that Mm -hmm. build up and the lack of skills to help resolve that, that that does build up to a point of sometimes, okay, you know what, after 20 years of this, I think I'm just ready to check out. Yeah, and you say it doesn't lead to divorce, hon, but we know because they come in our doors all the time is that that last little argument 
over something silly like a golf outing can be the catalyst for leaving. And as you said at the very end of that clip, and we're going to kind of review some of those clips, you said, I'm done. Right. And yeah, it might be I'm done with the conversation, but for some, that's a threat. Like, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm divorcing. I'm walking out. Yeah. I'm shut, shutting down. And that's what we see a lot. Yeah. So we're here yeah. to really just... Uh, really address some of these challenges that I know that you've seen because we've seen it in our own home. Just the first one is just something really simple about nagging and especially nagging in our marriage. Yeah. So let's take a look. We're going to run for you guys the Mm -hmm. first about 30 seconds or so of that clip, about 32 seconds, and just kind of show Mm -hmm. how we set things up to not be winning right off of the bat. Okay, Take notes. See if you can figure out some things that went wrong. Some very subtle things that happened there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and let that play a little bit. All right. And then we will tune right back in here. Yeah. Check it out. Hey, hon. How you doing? Ooh, okay, so I'm glad you're here. I've got a huge list. We're, we're supposed to go to my brother's tonight and for dinner, and I'm making dessert and mm-hmm. trying to make up some vegetables. I need I need you to cut the grass. I mean, before we leave, the power washing has got to be done. I mean, that deck is a mess, so, I mean, right. I, I just Take need a, breath. Some, a lot Take of work. A, breath. a lot Take of work. A, breath. a lot of work. Take a breath. You've been gone all day. You haven't even seen what the kids have been doing all day. You've been driving it, me crazy. It was a golf outing. You knew it was coming. It was... Well, Okay, so a couple of things. Hmm. So right off the bat, hun, I come in and I'm asking you how you're doing, but I'm not looking at you at all. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at my golf scorecard Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it was more uh, interesting to me than how you were doing. Yeah, and I was multitasking, which by the way, early on in our marriage, you called me out on this, that... I remember one of our first years of marriage, I was trying to do the dishes and ask you how your day was. And in my body language said, I don't really care. Right. And so that day in that clip, I was chopping vegetables. And so I was not giving you any attention to how your day was or how your, because honestly, I was kind of ticked at you. So I really didn't care how your game went. Right. And it's not like giving attention because, you know, a little guy needs attention. It's because... Mm-hmm. everybody has to feel like they matter to the other person. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to uh, be distracted by all the other things, and again, we've done many shows on this, the phone, mm-hmm. it might be vegetables in that particular <laughs> clip. The phone has definitely yeah. taken over the vegetables. So as we're talking <laughs> and we are staring at that phone, checking emails, looking yeah. at Facebook, whatever it is, and we're checking in, how are you mm-hmm. today? And we're not really caring. Yeah. And so if you noticed that there was not really good self-awareness there on my part, you could have probably saw it in my sigh, in my like, oh, my, man. my well, you know, I wasn't really self-aware that I have had a frustrating day and I didn't share that with you off the bat. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I was mad at you for not realizing and not caring that I might've had a frustrating day, but I didn't even give you a chance. And I really need to be more self-aware of what's going on for me. Am I, am I tired? Am I angry? You know, and I got to speak that in a little bit more assertiveness. Yeah. You gave me, hon, a very strong clue <laughs> as you were, you were starting to come at me machine gun, like with a lot of emotions <laughs> Yeah, and you went, Woo. Yeah. And right away, I should have grabbed that. Mm-hmm. I should have understood that because I should have went like, okay, there's mm-hmm. a lot of energy here. There's a lot of emotion behind it. Instead, I just 
keep my head down mm. and really I ignore or dismiss, well, I don't really right. care if she's right. upset. Kind and of again, thing. that is because it's piled on, right? right? This isn't the first episode of this. If this was the very first episode, then you would be a little bit more conscious and a little bit more concerning. But if this is what you get day in and day out is this barrage yeah. of attacks. And, and for instance, for me, I made a huge list, didn't I? You need to go cut the grass. Man, and did that- you see the way she's throwing <laughs> stuff at me? And then I even say something about power washing. Power, yeah. By the way, why don't you go ahead so, and change your oil in the so car? So here's the point, ladies. When we are frustrated about a series of things in the past, we kind of take the history book off the shelf and we probably we bring it all into that conversation. And so we really don't stay on point of the conversation. We go back. We go back to all of those hurts and frustrations in the last week. Maybe power washing is something you said you were going to do all week long, Mm -hmm. or maybe I've been asking for all week long and you totally ignored it. So I just kind of brought that in. It just compounded. (laughs) If we were heading to a a family gathering, I don't think power washing would have been the first. (laughs) And how about this? And how about (laughs) this? But But that's what we do, right? Right. It it speaks to the emotion that's Mm -hmm. going on here. Now, uh, then all of a sudden, um, I do something that in my mind, I probably think is going to try to help. I I said, take a breath, take a breath. (laughs) Well, I'm actually the one asking myself to take a breath. Okay. (laughs) But the idea there, Mm. when you're not ready Mm. to Mm deescalate and somebody says, take a breath, Mm-mm. If they're not ready, you can bet it's just like throwing fuel yeah. on the fire. Yeah. And that's what happened. You came at right. me even more right. so. So we're asking for you to use a couple tools here. Okay. One is being assertive and what you need and what you want. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Okay. And so honestly, hun, this conversation needed to happen. I wanted to know what the conversation was a month ago or so when you put that golf outing on the calendar. Did you ask me if it was going to work for our family? Did I tell you that was fine? Because if that's the conversation that happened a month ago, then I don't have a whole lot of fuel and reasons for being upset. Mm -hmm. If this is something you sprung on me last minute and we had a huge calendar already full, then I see the frustrations in me building. And that's on me to say, hey, that's not going to work. We got a huge family day scheduled and golf outing in the middle. That's not going to happen or Mm -hmm. not going to be easy to do. Right, right. So a couple of things just in this first 32 seconds of video <laughs> that would help to stop the nagging, to stop the bickering. Mm-hmm. The, the first thing would be for me to come in and take note of how Linda's doing. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this all the time, learning to read the other person. Mm-hmm. I came in and sat down. I wasn't even making eye mm-hmm. contact. Had I come in and maybe asked her just as I walked in the door and I actually read how her body mm-hmm. was projecting any emotion or frustration or, or whatever, that would have gone a long way, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the next thing was then that, that Linda would recognize before I even got home Hmm. that she was escalated. It would have been nice if when I walked in the door, she could have said, "Hun, I just have to tell you, I'm, I'm, for a variety of reasons, I'm already feeling pretty choked out today or yeah. I'm feeling pretty anxious. That would have been helpful just to mm-hmm. know that walking in the door. Yeah. But instead, she was a, a little bit of, I'll, I'll use mm-hmm. this politely, a little bit in the martyr syndrome. <laughs> Poor me, <laughs> Poor look me. at everything me. that's happening to me. Mm-hmm. It's all piling on me. And so now I'm going to unload it on you. And yeah. 
again, that wasn't my emotion. And so now it's, mm-hmm. it's being delivered to my shoulders and I'm not quite ready to receive it. Yeah. So we're asking you to use some tools. One is assertiveness using I statements. I really, I really don't think this is going to work for our schedule. I really would love to play golf. And then this active listening of reading each other's, not just verbal responses, but nonverbals, like picking up on the fact that maybe it is too much for the day to play golf. Maybe it is a busy day for you. And then the last tool I really want you to really think about is empathy. For Merle to walk in the door and to see me flustered, even if I'm not in the moment going to speak what I mean, which I should, even if you, hun, read between the lines and said, babe, you sound overwhelmed. How can I help? Those three words, how can I help? That's four words, sorry. (laughs) Those four words can mean so much to a woman when she is feeling tired or when she's feeling overwhelmed. And just by you stepping into her world for a second and saying, like, what can I do? I know I've been gone all morning. I'm here now. What can I do? Really kind of brings right. the defenses down a lot. Yeah, it, it recognizes the emotions of the other person. Mm-hmm. Hun, let's go and jump into the second half of this segment. Okay. Okay. So in the second half of the segment, you start mm. to see that Merle, that would be yours <laughs> truly, feels like he's not going to win this one, oh. right? Because she's, Linda's definitely more emotionally charged. By our nature, mm. we don't want to get into, uh, most men that I run into do not want to get into a yelling and screaming match. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just not the nature. Um, so I, I do something that us men do quickly, frequently. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead and listen to, or watch. Check it out. The, see if you can the see second it. part. Like I need, maybe need a golf outing. Like I, I haven't seen a day off in a month. So I, I just, I need your help. I need your help, and I, I just, you know, we got church tomorrow, and I, I'm, I'm just a little well, flustered right now. Even if I give you help, you're going to end up yelling and screaming because I won't do it right. Well, I, I just would appreciate if you can help around here. I feel like you play golf, and you go out running, and like... Whatever. What do I Whatever. do? What I do, you know? And so... I can't do anything right. I can't do anything to please you. I'm just kind of fed up. You're fed up. We're both fed up. I'm done. All right. Now you can see exactly what I did here. Okay. I turned the tables on Linda. All right. Linda's obviously jealous. She's jealous in the sense that I got to kind of go have a little bit of freedom that day. The kids were annoying her. She's, she was a little bit, uh, and again, I say this respectfully, we, we love each other. We appreciate yeah. each other, but she was jealous and envious and she was having a little bit of a pity party because sure. she was, she was stuck. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I was out how do you, there. How could you tell that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I come back in and I'm I'm feeling attacked, mm-hmm. right? And I know that what she's saying is real. Like I know that she's bothered and upset. So I turn the tables. Mm. All right. Yeah. All of a sudden I turn the tables into being the victim rather mm. than Linda. We all want victimhood, right? Because if mm. we're in victim status, we want people to feel sorry for us. And that's yeah. what perpetuates the nagging. Mm-hmm. Now I can get you to start to to feel worse than I do. And so right. I say something crazy like, um, every time I try to help you, mm. I can't do anything right. Mm. You know, it always goes this way. Mm. And so now all of a sudden it's poor Merle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
And I'm just bouncing around, by the way. I mean, I'm feeling unappreciated. I'm feeling jealous. Um, I'm kind of wishing that he realized that I could have used a day off. And so I turn into victimhood, too, and the martyr of, okay, well, I'll stay here and take care of the kids and get ready for the party while you go have fun. And so I really get into that victim status as well. And we don't, (laughs) that doesn't end well when we do that. And we bring up the past. You bring up the past of right. like it never goes well and so we go back to what happened maybe weeks or months ago that we never resolved either mm-hmm. and so we just kind of drag that history book out and we open up all of those old wounds and we really never get to the heat of that moment and how we can resolve the problem and finally i get to the point where <laughs> i don't really care to try to resolve this linda is not caring or able to resolve it. In other words, we both want to be very self-righteous and locked down Mm -hmm. in our way. And so I do what (laughs) 99.9999% of all men do. We come in and we go, whatever. Mm. You know what? You say that like every man says that word. That's your word. No, it it is my word. But usually there's a hand with it. Listen, all you men out there, you know you do it. Every single one of you. Don't be pointing. We, we, go, to, we go to that whatever yeah. because we don't really have the words. We don't really have that defense. And we just kind of go into this whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. I can't change your mind. You're not going to change my mind. And mm-hmm. so there's no like movement. stalemate. Right. There's no movement to the center. It's just going to be a whatever. And mm-hmm. we're going to leave it hanging. Okay. Yeah. And so we need to know that when we go into that whatever sort of mode, we're actually not making any movement to Mm. resolution and as i often say hun and and when i'm working with couples right at this point when Mm. i'm saying whatever i that might be the last word that i say i'm not going to forget this Mm. no way (laughs) even though i say whatever as if it's done it's over okay i even use that word it's done yeah you say i'm done i'm done all right i'm gonna store it Mm-hmm. That's why I was able to bring back all of the history before. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's why you were able to bring all mm-hmm. the history. We both have all of our whatevers, but instead mm-hmm. of just being done with it, we've stored it. Yeah. And now we can have 20, 30, 40, mm-hmm. I've even seen 50 years of these whatevers stored, yeah. all from these little nagging situations yep. that happened one day at a time through right. all these years. And we, I always call it, instead of storing it up here, I call it brushing it under the rug. And we keep brushing it under the rug, brushing it under the rug. We never deal with it. We never resolve it and so it gets to be so much under that rug it's like a big old pile of dirt garbage that we start tripping over and we start falling against and so it starts to create this barrier between us and so there's a long history in that conversation that Mm -hmm. wasn't said or or heard but you know hun your words of i'm done i went into silent mode Mm -hmm. okay i just stopped talking and looking at you i wasn't even hardly looking at you at all and so we shut down And so what we're saying is instead of the shutdown, I want you to bring out another tool and that's the tool of timeout. Okay. I need you to recognize that this is getting escalating and that this is not going well. And that one of you, if not both of you get the maturity in you to say, Hey, this isn't, I can tell you're tired. I can tell you feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. How about we talk about this after dinner? or after we get home tonight, or maybe why don't you go take a nap, you sound tired, and we'll talk about this later. Or you say, I'll, let me chop the vegetables, and you go for a walk, do something you wanna do. And she throws a knife at me. I would not do that. You and- <laughs> <laughs> but I just see that there's one, that the tool of empathy, 
And to the tool of timeout kind of lets things kind of bring down a little bit and that we can come back to it. But please, please, here's the 24-hour rule, okay? It's a 24-hour limit to the timeout. You do not say, oh, we'll get back to this and you're gone for a week from each other. Yeah, okay. I don't even like to do 20. I don't I don't like to do the 24-hour because, well, mm-hmm. I don't like to go overnight because what happens right. overnight is we tend to get up in the morning, the alarm goes mm-hmm. off, and one of us has to go to work or get changed or dressed or whatever at a different time. And when they walk out the house, it's the next time they walk out the house, mm. the chances of them coming back and resolving this are slim to none because it takes a lot of energy and you're going to bring up all these hurts. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's done. You know, I just went to work. And when I come back home after work, I don't want to deal with it. So, mm. I, yeah, 24 hours. I certainly want it resolved in 24, but yeah. I really don't want to sleep on it because yeah. it does get cold. <laughs> and we see it all the time. It's like, uh, Although, you know, I'm just honey, not going to bring that up honey, I'm not going to disagree with you, but there's been many a times when the argument or the disagreements happen at 11 o'clock at night. And part of the problem is that I'm up and you always say this all the time. I've got a lot more energy than you do. And so I'm wanting to talk about it and you're done. And so sometimes you getting to sleep is much better than me pushing, pushing, pushing on that at the moment. So I do allow for sleeping to come at all possible. Recognizing the tiredness, right? Recognizing that you got to have both people engaged and ready. There's a couple of things when you talk about the timeout. So these are, are other tools in the toolbox. The one tool that you have to have is you have to get out of yourself and you have to, mm. when you're in your timeout, I'm going to give you five minutes to, to argue <laughs> in your brain why you're right, why you're great. Stay in the victimhood. Why, why they're wrong. You get five minutes to have your tantrum. You feel wow. sorry for you. Yeah, you get five minutes to timeout. But in that timeout, you have to train yourself to ask this question. What would be best for our marriage? Mm. Because at the beginning of that timeout, I'm asking what's best for me. That's mm-hmm. why I'm hurt, right? That's mm-hmm. why you're hurt. Wh- what about my point of view? And mm-hmm. so I, during my timeout, I have to get to that point. I have to train to this. It's a tool. It's a skill. I have to say, what would be best for our marriage? Mm-hmm. And when we re-engage, when we come back, and we're pretty good about saying, hey, set a time. Don't just mm-hmm. make the assumption. So, hey, kids go to bed tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. both get an iced tea. We'll sit down and let's have this talk. The very first thing you start with is a non-defensive approach, and it's called the apology. Mm. It's called the apology. The apology is the greatest tool you have in there to break down defenses. Yeah. But it has to be authentic. An unauthentic yeah. apology is when I say, "Hun, I'm really sorry about losing on you today." But <laughs> but you really just kind of ticked um, me off. Yeah. If you that's if, not an apology. Yeah, if you if you put the butt in there, oh my gosh, I tell couples I'll put a period on the end of that yeah. apology. Period, not a butt. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, if if you even feel like you were justified. Even if you feel like you were 5%, we talk about this all the time, in the wrong, you own that 5%. Yeah. And you lead with that 5% because that brings those walls down of your spouse for them to say, okay, you're not going to throw me under the bus and attack me. And, and here's what that would look like. Let's say that you came in, golf outing, I'm overwhelmed, we're leaving in an hour, okay? And we end up rushing out the door and we go to this dinner party and we come home, kids are in bed. And I look at you and I say, I'll lead. 
hey, I'm sorry, I was so grouchy today. I just was overwhelmed and I had a lot of things done and I just, I felt kind of alone. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you would say, or maybe you start with it, mm -hmm. what? Yeah, if yeah. I'm, if you apologize to me first, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to acknowledge the apology, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to say, "Well, I, I'm sorry as well for what I did." Mm -hmm. Okay, because I don't have to defend anything. You you broke down, mm -hmm. and, and again, we speak to that as uh, Emerson Eggers talks about. That's the mature one starts it, mm -hmm. or maybe the crazy cycle. Yeah, and it's maturity in a sense of mature and trying to seek the resolution mm -hmm. and and help get the marriage back on steady and stable yeah. ground and so it's and again maturity also can be really bogged down by the emotion if you're really hurt bad it may be harder <clears throat> for you to come in with an apology mm -hmm. and so if the, the other person's able to get through that faster then mm -hmm. they should initiate right the one thing we want to be really careful about in that whole apology and initiating, this is not a stalemate position of, well, I won't break until they break. I'm not apologizing <laughs> until they do. And we do see that's, that a lot. Yeah, that's how the mm -hmm. nagging over the, the long term goes mm -hmm. because we don't ever get to the resolution. So yeah. somebody has to step up and somebody has to say, hey, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And we have couples that will be like, well, that's just my personality. I'm a strong willed person or I'm a stubborn person. I got that from my dad or I got that from my mom. Well, that, and we call that an excuse. Yeah. And you could take that all the way to divorce court. So yeah. is that really worth it? Yeah. And so, hon, you mentioned about timeouts and rest. We also want to acknowledge the fact that sometimes there's things in the problem, like alcohol. Right. Sometimes ha things happen when we've had a, a, too much to drink or stress at work has mm -hmm. been overwhelming. And so we've got to realize that there's external factors that are pressing in on our relationship that we've got to acknowledge and realize that, man, I just bit my partner's head off, my spouse's head off, and it wasn't anything to do with them. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's my mom who just got off the phone with and she's nagging me. Maybe it's somebody at work that's putting extra pressure to come in early or stay late. And so we have to acknowledge that in our conversation, in our timeout, saying, hey, I'm sorry I bit your head off today. I got a call from my mom and it just really kind of put me in a bad headspace. Yeah. So a couple of things about these tools, <laughs> these tools, these skills. If I'm a carpenter and I'm going to use a tool, I probably better practice with it yeah. before I actually can call myself <laughs> proficient. And so a couple of things. If you have watched this video by yourself mm. and you're wondering, hey, I need to do this in our marriage, you've got to get your partner mm. to be willing to listen as well mm -hmm. because you both have to learn these skills. You will be even more frustrated if you learn to do it well and they don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> or they deconstruct what you're trying to construct. Right. And so you'll say, this doesn't work. <laughs> but if you both get on the same page, yeah. all right, and then when we say practice the skill, it is important that Linda and I touch base on a mm. daily basis, touch base on reading each other's emotions. How mm. was your day today? Okay. And so all you have to do is talk about what you did. And after a very mm -hmm. simple looking at each other in the eye, seeing what their energy level is and just yeah. say, Hey, how you doing? Okay. Mm -hmm. That allows me to know how I can proceed in terms of helping. If yeah. I right away notice that Linda's tired or frustrated mm -hmm. or whatever, and I come in and just plow through the house, your kids do that all the time, mm -hmm. right? You know, they just plow right through the house because they're, they're thinking about themselves. Mm. And then I put some demand out there. Yeah. 
not reading her is probably going to blow up in my face. So I'm going to practice the skill daily. Every day. That's right. And then when it does actually get messy, mm-hmm. I, we will be practiced in right. the skills. So these are yeah. these are skills to be practiced. Yeah. And that's a great point, hon. And so you've made an investment in connecting with your partner and reading each other's hearts so that when something does come up, which by the way, <laughs> it comes up pretty often for us, but it we don't. It does not. We don't get stuck there very right. long because we know the tools and the skills on how to repair the relationship and right. restore it to a healthier place. Sometimes some of those disagreements really help us grow stronger. You know, there's a difference, hon, between coping mechanisms and self-care mechanisms. Coping is just getting through the issue, like the silent treatment right. or shutting down. Those are things, brushing under the rug, those are things to just get through the moment. But we want you to go deeper. We want to give you tools that are actually going to really nurture your relationship and deepen your connection instead of just getting you through another day. We don't want you just to survive your marriage. Right. We want you to thrive in your marriage and find it to be richer and deeper than you've ever had before. Yeah, excellent stuff there. Mm-hmm. So we hope that that is very helpful. Um, you know, these are the, we're going to continue to do yeah. some of the toolbox uh, episodes here because we're going to be doing um, parenting things like you know how do you handle a tantrum, mm. um, how do Can't you handle entitled entitled children, how do you handle a spouse mm. you don't trust? Ooh, mm. that Rebuilding could be trust. good. Yeah. yeah. So these are all coming up here in the next few weeks. So you got to mm-hmm. tune in. Um, so l- we need to thank a few sponsors. Yeah. Before we do, I just want to review, hun, the tools that we talked about today. Okay. So again, write them down and kind of maybe go back into this video, watch it with your spouse, as you said, just to make sure that you got them and you're going to practice them. One is assertiveness. And that's those I statements about what you need and what you want in the relationship. Mean what you say, say what you mean. The second one is active listening, listening to your spark. Spartner, your partner your or partner. your spouse, and then reflecting back on what you hear. So what I hear you say is, "You're okay if I go to this golf outing." Are you sure you're okay with that? And you're reading the nonverbals as well as the verbals. Okay, when you put those two together, you really resolve a lot of these yeah. conflicts. The third one is empathy. As you said, putting yourself in the someone else's shoes, realizing that what is for the win of the marriage and for the betterment of your spouse, not just yourself. And then the other one we mentioned was timeouts and just giving each other space to really think about those things and then coming back with a better plan and a, a, a deeper uh, desire for connection. So yeah. those are some of the tools that we use today. We want you to put them in your toolbox, use them often. These aren't just for your marriage. This is for your family. You can do these with your kids this as well. This is excellent stuff Everywhere. to practice with your kids yes you need Excellent. to teach them we're kind of not teaching our kids these tools either yeah all right so we would like to thank <laughs> casey's outdoor solutions and maxwell construction for coming along and offering us the opportunity mm-hmm. to give you guys this kind of material through rock solid radio uh, we also would like to thank all of our listeners out there and viewers uh, please continue to listen to pass uh, the shows on to share mm-hmm. these shows please give us five star ratings and also just subscribe so like on the yeah. YouTube channels and stuff. Just subscribe on there. That helps lift uh, our our listening viewership and especially just through the search engines when they're searching for the best shows to listen to. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to Rock Solid Radio, building a stronger community, one family at a time. Make it a great day. 
I'm finally going to power wash the deck that you were talking about for three months. I'm glad you finally figured that out. (laughs) Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana.